She looked everywhere for a sign of any human presence before she could move out of the hostel. Yes, she had promised herself that she would not care about anyone, but deep inside her heart, she was a rule-abiding person who would shiver at the mere thought of violating any rules. But she needed a walk in the dark to get rid of the thoughts of her boyfriend because nothing else seemed to help. Not the books, not the music, and not even writing that she tried. She slowly opened the front gate that made a creaky noise so she did not open it at one go but bit by bit looking back to see if anyone noticed. A watchman was sleeping with his hands folded nicely on the desk. He knew that most of the students were out for the quarterly fun activities of music, movies and games. So was enjoying his peaceful time. She stepped out of the gate and felt the chilly blowing wind hard on her. She folded her hands around her waist as if trying to hug herself to get cozy. Since I have no one else, I have to love myself, she said and looked up. The sky in this area was clearer than other places in Pune as the college was situated on the green hills. While in other places, stars were hard to even notice, she could see a few sparkling above her. They looked wonderful. Though she was not able to see all the constellations at the sea was still full of pollution that made the real sky hide itself to safety. Even a few shiny twinkles were enough to change her mood from anger to calm. She kept walking while looking at the sky. There were lights, whitish clouds, not the rainy ones, considering the season but they were brightened and looking beautiful because of the shades created by the moon that was peeking from behind them. Cirrostratus clouds, I guess, she said to herself and smiled. I wonder how they are even visible at this hour. The sky looked dark but also a bit reddish. While walking, she tried counting the stars. When she was a kid, she heard her mom say that the sky had too many stars to count. But today, the visible ones were so few that they can actually be counted. So, she started counting them loud, like a curious baby learning about night sky. One, two, three, four, and she kept counting. She did not realize how far she went away from the gate. All of a sudden, the clouds darkened and then disappeared by the shades. It was the baobab tree with thick huge branches on which dark leaves are flipping, making swishing sounds with the wind that carries them. She stopped. I'm not supposed to come here, she said. I'm not scared, but I do remember the scientific fact that at night, trees throw CO2, which would not be good for health. So, I should go back. Yes, I should. Although, the tree looks strange and beautiful or perhaps different than most. And I feel like staying here. Actually, even talking to the strange old man with the big tummy. Perhaps he can hear me out when no one else is talking to me. No one actually cares about me. Jacob definitely not. And I left my friends too. That was my fault. But now, they are not in my life. 
Mom is busy most times with her work since the day we lost my dad. She had to pay for my college fee. After all, I wanted to come to this college because Alina was going. And also, because this looked like a perfect place for my dreams. And yet, now I feel like I'm out of this place. This is not my place. I'm not made for this. Or perhaps, I don't know. Not sure. Actually, I do not even know what I'm talking. But I do feel oxygen. I'm not panting for breath like I imagine it would happen if I go near this tree. It is not so bad at night. Then why do people ask us to not go close? How about I try sitting below? Will it scare me? Will it take me? Or will it act like a speaking tree, a guiding light? She kept blabbering and turned her torchlight on a mobile and settled herself on the soft grass below the tree. She felt peace and rested her head on the thick stem of the tree. She closed her eyes. She enjoyed the wind that now felt mild and a little less colder. It did not take her long before her peaceful rest turned into a deep slumber. The wind continued to blow and the sky was getting darker. With moon moving slowly in the sky, the shades created by the tree also kept changing, forming different patterns of moonlight flashing on her face. Nothing disturbed her. Perhaps this was the best sleep she had had since she broke up with Jacob. The sun had begun to rise while she was still asleep under the tree, who became her new best friend, who did not just heard her talk but also embraced her. When the sun shone a little brighter, a ray of shine touched her cheeks, and as she felt a little warm, she moved her face a bit towards the light, and this made the shine also caress her eyes, and she felt the morning light. She slowly opened the eyes and looked at the brightly shining sun, still only half-risen. She smiled and took a deep morning breath. Around she looked, and to her both amazement and surprise, she was still outside and not in her room. She was sitting below the tree, and she quickly got up, dusted her dress. She was able to hear the chirping of the birds, the morning song, but she had to go back. Before anyone comes to know, I need to go back, she said, and left without bidding a goodbye to her newly found friend.